tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. Okay, and we are back. Yes. Not better than ever this time, though. I'm fatter than ever, but not badder than ever. That's hard to imagine. <laughs> He's got jokes, ladies and gentlemen. So, if you were with us last episode, we started watching Hellraiser 5 Inferno. Um, quick synopsis. Really, really, really awful detective makes really, really, really awful decisions and is a really, really, really big dickhole. He's a drug addict. He bangs hookers. He cheats on his wife. He's framing his friend. He beats up ice cream truck drivers. He's a dick. Yes. But anyway, he's trying to get to the bottom of the box. He ended up stealing the box from the evidence locker at the police station. And he's trying to unravel the mystery of the box. Um, He touched it. The box opened. He went into like an alternate dimension. And met the Cenobites. Now he's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And uh, we left off at 34 minutes and 45 seconds. So that's where we're going to pick up. Mike, do you have anything to add before we hit play? Uh, Ice cream truck, second base, over the closed sex. With hookers. With the hooker. Everyone. With grandma. With hooker grandma. Yes. 34 45, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. Play. You believe that story? I saw his face when he told me Terry wouldn't make that shit up. Go talk to Terry. Hey, I, I don't even talk to the guy anymore. I don't know where he is. <laughs> oh my God. He just rammed his cock into the guy's face. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> there's, there's more where that came from. Well, oh, Spanish Joe Pesci. What's up, Tony? What's and his name's Tony. <laughs> I just think there's Why couldn't they just name him Carlos? God damn it. Just don't cross him. Period. Otherwise, you just keep crossing him. Tony. One after another, <laughs> you know? Until you just cross I'm Tony, the Mexican-American, you know? From an ice cream man and drug dealer named Bernie... Played by Nicholas Sadler, who serves as his informant. Horror fans look closely during the flashback scene as Bernie tells his story of the engineer. The house used in that scene is the same as the Jarvis house in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Way to go. Yeah. Good pickup. That is the house. Wow. Good luck. After you said it, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I know it more from, like, the game than I do from the movie. <laughs> Where's your pen? Huh? Your pen. Where's your pen? Your penis. With your initials Where's your penis? Your Where's your fucking pen? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. That's right. It's probably in the crime lab by now. Forensics picked it up. We left it at the scene. And that, um, last pack of cigarettes you smoked. 
the one with your fingerprints all over the wrap. So now he's telling his friend that he framed him. He's telling North Jersey cop no. detective. Yes. That he left all of his shit at the dead hooker crime scene. Because you fuck, and now he's like, because you fuck some whore. This detective is such a scumbag. He is. Is this how all police are? Pretty much. More or less. I've never seen a police officer before. You fucking scumbag. You fucking scumbag. So I went to the trivia for this movie. Yes. It is, it is such a poor movie. There's only five bits of trivia. What are they? Let's hear them. Like Hellraiser, Hellseeker. Uh, Inferno was originally a non-Hellraiser related horror script. To save money on writing a completely original Hellraiser story, the script was quickly edited to insert the, the pinhead and the Cenobites. <laughs> the special effects budget was $50,000. And it shows. Plot similarities to Le- Leon Garfield's The Ghost Downstairs. And the word Cenobite means a member of a, mon- a monastic order. You don't say. Yep. Wow, that sure is interesting. And then there's a spoiler. Here's the spoiler. At around an hour and 16 minutes, when Dr. Paul Gregory reveals himself as the engineer, the cross on his lapel pin is upside down. Spoiler alert, everybody. Yeah. I guess the spoiler is we just found out who the... Oh, who, who the, the engineer, engineer is. is. Well, it didn't but mean anything I, to me. No, not really. I could really care less. <laughs> this guy, the detective's in a bar with his own VHS tapes, putting them into the television. <laughs> and they're like, crime scene VHS. <laughs> and he's just in a public bar like, all right, yeah, let's watch this weird BDSM stuff. Yeah. It's like a snuff film that he was just put on the bar's television. <laughs> Somebody getting tortured with hook whips. Nobody at the bar is like, put the put the game back on. I don't want to watch this. (laughs) Probably what our viewers say every week. Yeah. Oh, cut off the finger. To spite the face. To spite her face. Oh, there's the engineer. Oh, look at him. His face is so smooth. Ouch. Ooh, the ice cream man got it. Well, you knew he was going to get it at some point. And now the chatterer just put his finger in the cash register. Chatty Cathy. Chatty Cathy Wolf. You guys run a test on the videotape to see if it's been erased. I can tell if it's been erased, but I can't tell you what was on it before that. If well, I know that guy from somewhere. I know what was on it. Okay, I know oh, what yeah? I saw. Joseph, we've already. I'm been just not sure where, and I don't know his name, so I can't look it up. I saw. Well, you could you could go by go by like an IMDb picture. Joseph, if you could. like the cast. Yeah, I suppose I could. 
couldn't I? About your state of mind. You probably could. Your snitch, right? Let's see. Was my snitch. Snitch. The first victim, Jay Cho. I, I don't. Knew him. It was years ago. Oh, God. My instincts keep telling me something's not right here. I don't know him. Now, I could suspend. Razor Inferno cast. However, I will make a I don't even know what his name is. That you see the department is he the pathologist? Time for that, Captain. There's a child's life. Uh, is he the crime lab technician? It's not optional. Uh, is he crime scene cop one or two or three? I don't or know video who the fuck boy? he is. Is he the young tongue woman? Expect to see me come out in handcuffs. Pathologist? I don't know. Maybe he's the Asian cowboy one. I haven't seen any Asian cowboys yet. Maybe he's Brian Sostek. Leon Gaultier. His fingerprints were on the box. The box? The one at the box? The box? The box? I don't know no box. There's never been any box. <laughs> a box is just a myth. <laughs> I'm telling you, Tony. I saw the murder weapon, the one that killed Bernie. It was on the wall at Leon's shop. I don't recognize any of these people. The whip on the videotape? The whip on the videotape? Just find Leon and pick him up, okay? Yeah? Keep an eye out for Bernie's man. What are you going to do? He's like, he's like, just stop doing so much coke and banging hookers. <laughs> Why don't you try to be a good cop for a change? <laughs> so, Dr. Paul Gregory. Use of deadly force? Not lately. Substance problems? Problems at home? Didn't the captain tell you why I'm here? No. Why are you here? Because I do a lot of drugs and kiss a lot of hookers. I do a lot of drugs and I kiss a lot of hookers. <laughs> That's a nice picture. Is she single? He points to the picture of the child. He's like, actually, she is. Does she kiss on the mouth? She's the best thing in my life. I envy children. I envy their I thought he said I have eight children. I envy children. That's a Chinese thing, right? For stress. He's holding those the balls. He just puts them in his pocket. He just steals them. Just keeps me in the <laughs> I keep these in my butt. I bet your daughter loves them. I love how they just like make him a fucking magician. Yeah. Like it has no bearing on the fucking story. It's just like, yo, what if the detective knows magic? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, fuck it. Sure, why not? I haven't gotten much sleep. The movie already doesn't make sense, so fuck it. Yeah, he's, okay, he's, sure. a, he's a magician. Great. And we'll have a this this Italian this this Spanish New Jersey guy living in Denver. His name's Tony. <clears throat> Tony. Doctor Gregory said that he envied the innocence of children. Staring at the faces of a thousand missing kids. Look at those computer and monitors. The last thing you feel. <laughs> All I felt was rage. With his monologue. Children are the only sacred thing left in this world. And most of these little ones were gone for good. With his anal beads. I was going to say, as he twirls his anal beads in his hands. <laughs> from the doctor. If I could just keep it that way, I knew it would be the best thing I'd do in my lifetime. 
I don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's a liquor out there. Hey! Hey, you, with the thong. Hey, you son <laughs> What's your freaking problem? Everybody, th nobody talks like they're in fucking Colorado. No, they don't. Everybody talks like they're in fucking Jersey. What's your freaking problem over here, eh? You freaking gavone. It's another fucking mess. It's another mess. fucking mess. Just like you described it. The fine fucking mess you got us into this time, detective. No, not really. Yeah, why don't you shut the fuck up, detective? The, the cash. Look at the cash register. It's like that old ass fucking thing. Yeah. Let me check his asshole. He's like, he's like, oh, cell phone, sweet, I can use this. <laughs> well, he's wanted one of these. You have an unheard voice message. Bernie, it's Terry. Listen, about the per the thing we talked about. Find Mr. Parmazzi at a place called The Crossing, just past Blackhawk, at the end of Old Mining Road. And now we're even, all right? After this, I don't owe you a dime. End of message. Doesn't this guy usually give us the finger? Yeah, we look, but we ain't following yet. How long have we been looking? The cash register. What? It's the fucking cash register. Huh. It's in the cash register. The How did you know that? You know that? I saw it on the fucking VHS tape at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, partner. I saw it on the VHS tape at the this guy just wants his box. Why is he chained to the steering wheel? I think it was because he was whipping him to death. So that's where the Cenobite chained him up. I could totally see how this wasn't originally written to be a Hellraiser movie. Because like I said, like, like nothing in this has anything to do with Hellraiser. It's just a serial killer movie. Yeah, and then they were like, fuck it. Just sprinkle the fucking Cenobites in it, and we'll just make it a Hellraiser sequel. It's it's like a like a Lifetime movie version of Seven. I've never seen Seven. It's just a serial killer movie. Say, okay. With two detectives. It seems like they made this movie, and then nobody wanted to, like, like no studio wanted to buy it. So then they pitched it as Hellraiser. Yeah. Like, oh, just just re-edit. Just put Pinhead in a couple scenes. We'll call it a Hellraiser movie. And Dimension was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I bet this is where the Asian cowboys come in. Of course. Because, you know, they're all over Denver. That heavily populated Asian cowboy community of Denver. Yeah. Again, the music. Yeah. How many fucking deer heads do we need on the wall? What what kind of place is this? Look at all the cowboys. Yeah. Nobody is a quote unquote normal. Like everybody is a cowboy here. <laughs> is like is Denver a big like ranching state? Look at this guy. 
What is this? The dude has a fucking bullet belt. <laughs> this looks town like he, ain't big enough for the two of us. He looks like he walked off the album cover of Ace of Spades by Motorhead. He's got spurs on, too. Spurs. You could, you could hear them belt. when he walked. And he's got chaps. Oh my god. Not going away. What the hell's in the background? Is that a washing machine? Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a bar and also a poker club and a Slash laundromat. Don't fuck with me. The engineer likes games. And it appears that you're playing one of his games right now. Right now. <laughs> wants you to stop. He wants you to play the game. He wants you to play it. I think this is a goddamn game. Hey. Uh-oh. Cowboy stood up. Oh, it's a faceless cowboy. A chattering cowboy. Wow, he moved quickly. He was making like he was making movements as though he was like walking, but he was like gliding across the floor. Yeah. Like the like the movements that he was making wouldn't have carried him across the floor that quickly. Right. Oh. Now the detectives running through the woods and there's yep the Mickey Rourke hookers. Yeah. And there's a chatterer up in the tree branch. The legless chatterer. The chattering torso. Jeez. These woods in the middle of the night are pretty well lit. That that Denver moon. Yes. That it's famous for. That and it's cowboy clubs. <laughs> it's Asian cowboy poker laundromats. <laughs> I think Predator's nearby. Yeah, right. Oh, here are the Asian cowboys. You could tell by their long, straight hair. Yeah. <laughs> and now the detective's getting beat up by the Kung Fu Cowboys. Everybody was Kung Fu Cowboys. <laughs> Ah, the white and the black cowboy. The white and the black Asian cowboy. Oh, followed by the Spurman. <laughs> in his in his holster for his gun, he had a revolver, but he was just like holding like a forty-five. Yeah, he still has a revolver in his holster. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know where he puts the forty-five. He's giving it to the police, the detective. Sorry. Wow, Denver is a very—it's uh, a very cowboy. Right here, not so long ago, Denver was known as Cowtown, where Stetsons, cowboy shirts, and conservative Western sensibilities were the norm. 
Far from being considered liberal, liberal or progressive, the city was famous for John Denver's folk rock song, Rocky Mountain High, and the local delicacy, Rocky Mountain Oysters. Fast forward to today, and Colorado's capital has almost entirely shed that image. Trying to keep but this was, this was written in 2011. Where are we going? So anyway, there's a the large hospital. cowboy culture in Denver, I'm sorry, man. I got which makes sense woods. why there's Should so many been. New York and Jersey cops. What? Oh, absolutely. They go there to do battle with the cowboys. <laughs> battle the cowboys. <laughs> That's how they earn their badges. We're sending you to Denver. Don't come back till you've bagged a cowboy. <laughs> yes, sir. I want fitty cowboy heads. <laughs> what do you mean, heavy? I think I'm going insane. All right, so this guy's back at his psychiatrist now. Yeah. What happened? I just got mugged got by beat. a bunch of ethnic cowboys in the woods. <laughs> I got beat up by some Asian cowboys in the woods. Outside One of them was black. Outside of this Western poker bar laundromat. I always thought it was just a part story to scare Academy cadets and rookies. And then today, I heard his name again. You know what I'm talking about? Well, please continue with your answer my question! Jesus! The doctor's overly calm. This guy's just a fucking psycho. Sit down and let's play some basketball on the back of my door. <laughs> I'll be shirts, you be skins. <laughs> I'll be pennies. You be cowboys. I'll be, I'll be pennies. <laughs> you be the engine, I'll be the cowboy. <laughs> returned to this file many times. It was 1986, my first year as department counselor. He was a veteran like you. I, I didn't realize who that guy was. Who the doctor is. Who is but I was I was looking at the cast. And I was like, oh, hold on. I just want to double check to make sure I'm not, I'm not confusing him with somebody else. No. James, James Remar? Remmer, whatever. Okay. He said the engineer knew. If you've ever watched, um, have you ever? Uh, this is just where I know him from. I'm sure he's in a lot of things. But have you ever watched uh, Dexter? No. Oh, okay. He's Dexter's dad. Except, looking at him here, never in a million years would I have would I have been able to catch it. He looks completely completely different i only saw it when i was scrolling through the cast and i saw and saw like a current picture and i was like holy shit intrigued enough to actually yeah. go and look for it but when i checked the evidence archives it was gone so it's probably either lost or destroyed by now all right so so the doctor the doctor's now looking for the box because it was stolen from the evidence blocker uh, so the coke, the coke fiend's like, oh yeah, I took that. Here. Oh yeah, and he just. I think you know. I took quite a few things. You're right. <laughs> Do you want that three hundred dollars out of the wallet too? <laughs> it's called the lament configuration. 
It appears in occult literature here and there throughout the centuries. What do they say about it? They say it's a window or a gateway. You open it. <laughs> they say it's a window. They come for or a you. gateway. Or a door. Or a floorboard. Or a, light <laughs> or a sock. <laughs> it takes many forms. Some people, was, some people said chewing gum. Others said a 1968 Buick. <laughs> Whatever it is. That's what it is. <laughs> He's like, what? It's a what? Good story. Nightmare. This guy's got some very, very. Uh, he he emotes facially a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like he really likes to contort his face. Am I going crazy? Yes. That's great. He's like, am I going crazy? And then he goes, well, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm a priest. From what I've read, <laughs> I believe it's real. But the history is consistent. It opens. They come for you. And they leave. So if you, you know why they say that? Behind, because that's when they come for you. <laughs> oh, I think that is the worst line. In any Friday the Thirteenth movie, <laughs> or I guess I guess in that case you would say it's a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Attention to detail. Uh, either or. No how confusing the mystery. No One, two, Freddy's coming for you. You know why they why say that? <laughs> <laughs> because that's when he comes for you. Oh, you don't say. Wait, how do you know that? Are you sure? All things can eventually be explained. Oh. But maybe some little facts are in little the black eye girl. He's just in his car stalking children. Yeah. And maybe some explanation. Mommy, mommy, there's a scary man staring at me. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, I got to stop staring at little kids. <laughs> All right, so let's see. We got we got two minutes, and then you know what? Fuck it. We'll just pause it. Nah, nah we'll let it go a little longer. We'll go another five. Okay. What happened to your face? I told you I was working a case. It's like you've been gone for four days. Oh my god! What happened to you? I got mugged. He's got coke all over his face. Herpes all over his lips. Bleeding and bruised. Oh, sweetheart, I'm just... <laughs> I was I was working a case. What was the case? What's the case? Uh, the case of the Asian cowboy. <laughs> I was just working a case, and then I got mugged by an Asian African cowboy outside the Western <laughs> laundromat. <laughs> the Western poker bar laundromat. She's like, oh, I told you to stay away from that place. It's no good. Who wears shoes in their house? <laughs> their bedroom looks like a hotel room. Ladies and gentlemen, I said, I was like, who wears shoes in their house? Literally been in my fucking boots all day. <laughs> <laughs> Still in my boots. My wife looked over and she points at my feet. <laughs> well, I do that a lot, too. I was, I, I don't know. It's nighttime here. 
And like, well, I don't know, maybe she was working around the house. She doesn't seem like she's the work around the house type. No. Considering when we saw her the first time, she was just sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Lazy, lazy bitch. All right, so now we're falling asleep. I think now would be a good time as ever. He's drifting off. The phone is starting to ring. I'm just, oh, and he awakes and she picks up the phone. And who's it going to be? And that's oh, where we don't know. Pause. Oh, there we go. You're going to have to wait until Friday. Oh, who's on the phone as Coke Fiend man is in fetal position? In bed with his shoes. In bed with his shoes and his dirty clothes and his bloody face. He didn't even, he didn't even take a shower. No, I probably no, would have washed the blood off my face. The hell's with their wall? Or is that their closet? I think it's a closet. But they just wallpapered the closet doors? Yes. Oh. And I, I'm noticing a couple things looking at this, like we're paused right now, folks, is they wallpapered the closet doors to match. Oh, no. It's not even to match the walls. The walls are painted. And the wall, and then the closet doors are sliders, but they're wallpapered. But if you look, you can see that the wallpaper is very bubbled, like it's peeling up in the center. Yeah. It's like there's, there's also wallpaper to the left, unless no, there's another I, closet. I think it's a second slot. Like, it's their bedroom, so one closet's his, one is hers. Oh, the only okay. reason that I think that is that's how my spare room is in my house. Oh, okay. I have, when the house was built, it was, it was built for two beds to go in there. Mm-hmm. So there were two sliding closets, and they're right next to each other. Yeah. But uh, anyway, folks, uh, we stopped at one hour and one minute. So, uh, you know, make sure you know where you should be and and what's going on. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, join us. Join us uh, for the next installment. Yep. When we finish this movie. Thank God. All right, folks. Well, Nia sex time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to catch us next week. Same horror time. Same horror time.